What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and today I'm super pumped about my guest. His name is Tyler Hook. We've both gone to Upper Room together for 10 years now. That's where we met, and him and his wife met there. My husband and I met there. It's really great. Love this dude. He's an incredible worship leader and songwriter and um, aspiring hairstylist, and he's a father and a husband, and I love I got chills on today's interview. I cannot wait for you to hear what he has to say about family and God's design of family and just the vulnerability that he brings to the table as somebody who's living a life that's set apart in his history and his present with God. So my prayer is that you will be touched. We prayed for you guys and hope you enjoy. So if you find value, please go and subscribe, leave a written review and repost or share with your friends. But without further ado, let's hop on into Set Apart with our guest, Tyler Hook. What's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn, and I'm super pumped about my guest. This is my friend, Tyler Hook, and we have both gone to Upper Room. I think you've been there longer than me. I've been there for 10 years. Hey, yo. Oh, I was about to say 10 years. I think it's the same amount of time. April, for me, it was April 2011. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't you do remember the, this Didn't specific. you do the first residency, though? I did the second one. Oh, okay, the second one. Okay, I thought you were in the first so, one. Okay, gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. 10 years. Whoa. Right? It is crazy. Man, we old. We out here, we out here being right here. by Gen Z, we old. We're the we're the OGs. Yeah, we are the OGs, but we also be telling, we've been, Gen Z, we were just talking before we went live, guys, that Gen Z is telling millennials what we need to stop doing, and we're feeling old, <laughs> feeling old. <laughs> we respect I'm your still wearing my, I'm still wearing my skinny jeans, all right? Yeah, you better rock that. And you I'm better be, you have to. I'm still getting my, my hard parts. Okay, okay, so. okay. Um, okay, so for you, Tyler... <laughs> Um, you're super creative. For those of you who don't know Tyler, he is one of my favorite worship leaders. He actually, the title of the first Upper Room album was God You Are, and it was the song that Tyler wrote. And uh, he's extremely talented. I have no doubt that he going to be taken off and explode in, in music. And um, to me, he already has just with what he carries. And then uh, plot twist of the century, an aspiring hairstylist now. Hey, yo. Hey, and you're married to like one of the coolest humans ever, Bethany. She's hilarious. Yes, and she is. I adore. She's her. very. I do too. Shout out to baby mama. What up, love baby you. mama? He love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tyler, let's dive in because you know we're just gonna we're just gonna go for this. First of all, I want to ask you, what mm-hmm. do you feel like living a life that set apart means? And I really, I really think it's, it's building your life that's founded on faith um, and not really on your own understanding. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think you can, you can make your decisions based upon, you know, the things that, I don't know, I, I don't know, maybe statistics or like, like, or you can really map out your life the way you think it should go and you could live that way. And there's some healthy ways of doing that, I guess. But, um, I just know for me, it's, it's been like, okay, most of my decisions, 
um, that have gotten me where I am now, I think are, are, they were faith decisions. So, um, if that that's makes always, yeah, sense. Yeah, that's not always comfortable too. Like living in faith is, it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. So faith is like, it sounds flashy and cool, but like there's a level of that where like, what would you say for you living in faith is, because especially as a man who's providing for family and all that, like you have to like rely on the Lord for that. And it's scary. Right. Yeah. Um, it is scary. And it comes with ups and downs. It's not like, oh, as soon as I, you know, uh, take this giant leap or, you know, into like a new, you know, dream or something you want to start going after. And then like, oh, like there's going to be checks in the mail from, you know, anonymous people. And, yeah. uh, or I'm going to wake up with like, a package that's going to have everything I need in it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and that's cool. Like there's stories of that, but, um, you know, there's, there's a, uh, you know, faith is just because you do something in faith doesn't mean it's, um, it's going to be easy. It's actually, in a lot of ways it's rough. It's there's rocky roads and there's ups and downs and there's going to be a lot of like, Hey God, what the heck's going on? Uh, <laughs> why is this happening? Why are you doing this? And, and the whole time it's like, you know, you're actually like in this process of like trusting him more and like leaning on him more. And, um, and yeah, uh, did I, did I skip over a question? No, that was great. I agree. It, I love what, I love how you answered that. It's just true. People living in faith, I think is not going to get easier, but it's easy when you've done it enough mm -hmm. to recognize like that's the place to remain <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 versus like oh shoot uh like <laughs> uh i shouldn't have done that this is not working out we, have, we can't pay our bills or something you know like yeah and then you go back like you go back on your you know um i i'm trying to think of like us like an example or a scenario or something um but yeah i'll say this like i've left i've left jobs before in in faith um and it looked kind of crazy and honestly i would never tell anybody like you should leave your job and go chase a dream or something mm -hmm. um that's really up to you uh but i have i have uh, um i have left jobs before and like to give more time into, um, uh, into more of like a music career. Yeah. And, and there were times where it was like, oh man, maybe I need to go back to my job. Cause this is like looking rough right now. Yeah. Um, or then there was that option or it was like, you know what, I'm going to pray this out and I'm going to, I'm going to think through as well. I'm going to use my head as well. Mm -hmm. and try to come up with strategies and, and like no like okay no way if god if god gave me the faith to to do this like to be here like he's given me what i need to like get all the way here he can give me what i need to go to the next step you know yeah and so um you know and it's uh and there's like yeah there's all kinds of like victories and losses and and yeah. there's like there's also like mystery in it too like hey why didn't 
you know, certain things that didn't work out that I believed were going to work out and they didn't, you know. Um, But you just kind of take the next, you just take the next step. And like, it's, it's like treating like, um, you know, it's like uh, you've interviewed Michael McIntyre, like, and he'll talk about failures, you know, like, like failing is like, is just like taking you to like the next step, you know? Yeah. Um, It's not really a a failure. Um, It's like, it's not a failure if you can learn from it, you know? Yeah, it's true. So I think that's true maturity too. I don't want to, I probably misquoted him, but. No, no, I think he would be proud. Well, the thing is you, when you hear somebody say, like, clearly he's influenced both of our lives. When you hear somebody say something, your interpretation of it is just as powerful as what they said, because what they said influenced what you're saying, you know, like it's it's good. But I filter into your own. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So this brings me to another question because you know there are a lot of obstacles that can get in the way. So practically, how would you stay on the path with God when life's obstacles come all up in your grill? Yeah. Um well, the I think, you know, like life's obstacles are they're obstacles, they're on they're they're outward, you know, like they're from the outside. Um and our faith and our our, our love from God, our love to God is like, I think it's something that can be taken from us, you know, like from the outside. And so like, if you don't let those out outward things in, you know, like um, that's, I think that's key is like you, um, you don't let what's out like outside of you affect like what's going on on the inside other than you just blast that up into praise and like yeah. bless the Lord, you know, like, and God, like, hey, this is shaking me. Like, be vulnerable with God. You know, hey, this is really getting to me. Um, but, like, really, um, yeah, like, like you're. That's the thing. You you can't like. There will be. Um, there will be like failure. There will be loss. It's just part of life, you know. And but if you let that dictate your, um, your relationship with God, like. Uh, it's it's gonna be a rocky road for you yeah you know? that's um, true it's just you gotta like no matter what's happening no matter the circumstances like you're you're offering to god like in prayer like your offering of your heart and your um and you know your life is still like an option yeah that's so true that, yeah that's so true that's good that's very good i love it um, okay, so let's dive into the family aspect of this, okay? Um, yes. Of, of your life. So I met you and Bethany before y'all were a thing. And I love y'all because y'all are like totally made for one another. All you singles <laughs> out there, you got hey. somebody, they were made for you. And you see a marriage like Tyler and Bethany and you just know, you gotta know that you got y'all future boo babe out there. So or, <laughs> if it you, can happen um, for me, it can happen for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen for Tyler. I guarantee it could happen for any of you. That's so messed up. I love it. Um, okay. So how did you see the family unit in marriage before God restored your view of them? Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, it's interesting because I've had to like process this as an adult, like as a kid, I wouldn't have told you this is how I see things or whatnot you know but it's like looking back you know and it and I like this question because um I've processed a lot 
um, in the past year, especially, you know, in this, in this times we're in now, uh, I have like, I've looked at some of the dis like maybe disappointments that I've had, um, and some discouragements. And I've just, I really like have been hon- like thinking like, okay, God, like what, what's like the testimony for me? Like, what's my, like, what's like foundational for me that like, I know you're real. I know like you're in my life. I know you're working, you know, um, because I'm seeing a lot of things just like not work out, um, in certain areas. Yeah. Many and so, are, yeah. What's that? I said, yeah, many of us have been feeling right. seeing that. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I'm not alone in that. And so I, I, it, I've traced it back or maybe the Holy spirit both, uh, to like family. It was like, that's where he really revealed himself to me. And, um, and I was just like reminded of it. And I, you know, as a kid, like, this is, this is no, um, is it shade that the kids are using now? The, the word shade, no shade to my, I don't even know. I'm probably the worst. I feel like an old person. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, well, you know, I, I never want to talk about my past to like ever shame or throw my parents under the bus or anything like that. You know, um, we, I'm sure I'll look back one day and be like, oh my gosh, I could have done that a whole lot better. Yeah. I have so much grace. Um, uh, and my parents have, by the way, have showed, have gone out of the way all my life to tell me that they love me, show me that they love me. So, um, but as a kid, um, I had kind of a rough, had a pretty rough childhood. Um, when my parents split, um, I was about six years old and, um, I saw my, my brother and I lived with my mom and we saw my dad every other weekend and, um, you know, living with a single mother, mother, like trying to make it, you know, we moved around a lot. We kind of lived in some like crummy parts of town, you know, dealt with some weirdos, you know, like, and, um, and so it, it was an interesting, it was an interesting time growing up. Um, and, uh, you know, when I, to make a long story short, when I was in high school, I, I, uh, was invited to go to a church and, and I, it was really just a, uh, pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. Yes. Pivotal. That's the word. Yeah. Boom. Uh, time where uh the lord really met me and i began like started walking with the lord and i started going to this youth group that was like really uh just really on fire for the lord and and so of course i started making good friends with uh the kids in that group and i would go over to their house and have dinner with them and dinner with their family and i can just remember the first few times I would go over, um, to my, uh, my friend, he was a, like our small group leader and I'd go over to his house and, and we would sit at the dinner table with his, his brother and his mom and dad. And they would just like talk about, uh, life and talk about like their day. And, and I just remember I can, 
I can just remember, I'd think back on it and go like, man, I just remember feeling so awkward. Like, I just, like, I didn't know what to do with myself. And, and like, it's the weirdest thing to admit. And I, uh, but it was like, I, you know, I had, I had to, um, and this is like later in life as an adult, like I had to like, I was like processing this, like, oh, wow. Like, I just didn't understand. I just didn't understand the concept of like a functional family. Wow. Like, like just sitting down and like, you know, eating a meal together and not like stress out about, you know, uh, you know, my mom losing her job or something or right. not being able to pay the light bill or something, you know, right. um, or, or my dad was, you know, you know, we could, you know, I had, I don't know, any, anything, like anything that would be like, um, just heavy, you know, yeah. I felt like it was just home was just always just kind of this heavy, dark yeah. thing. Um, and so to see, uh, a functional family that, you know, wasn't perfect and, and they were also like very vulnerable too. like, Hey, we're not perfect. We have, we have issues with each other and this and that, but like, you know, our, the, the parents are together and they, they cook dinner at night and sit down and have wholesome conversations and they pray together. And, um, and so anyways, I just, I look back at those times and, and I feel kind of long-winded and all that, but I, I look back on that and I just realized that, man, that's really where God like showed me, um, uh, like he shows, he showed me like where he, he lives, like he lives in that, like he, 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 and he reads through scripture with that lens. And that's really what he's building with like the church. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, he's building a family. Like he's building a, 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 um, a people for his name, you know? And so that's, you know, for me, like, that's why, that's why I never like left, um, you know, I wasn't one of those like young guys that was like, as soon as I get out of the house, I'm going to just travel and go all over the place because I, I really like had these roots in like community. I was like, man, you know, anytime I had a chance to go like pack up and leave and, you know, maybe pursue music in Nashville or something, I just wouldn't do it because I, I, I just, I was always deeply rooted in, in community and, and I really valued that. Yeah. I just valued like having people around me that would you know the same mindset and that I've I've built history with and of course you can leave and make new friends and all that and it wouldn't have been wrong but yeah. um it was just something the Lord like really really did in me um and and so man it's like it's it's almost like what grounds me you know like in my faith you know I, um, I wasn't expecting that I'm like you hit me with that that was that was truth with a capital t (laughs) yeah and i and i try to you know i don't like try to preach that a lot but it's it's like when when i do talk to um maybe single friends or they're even married couples you know when they consider a big life change i i'll just ask them like well is there is there a community is there a church community out there or is there you know how um you know, how do the people around you feel about it, you know? Um, and not that like you have to let people, other people dictate your life. You decide for yourself, but I think it's just those connections are important. Like that, that family aspect in God is just very important, even outside of the husband and wife 
yeah. mom and dad you know it's it's um yeah even so. quarantine discovering just the lack of community that's come with that with this i, I mean yeah. I, I believe coming out of quarantine season but still it was such an eye-opener for sure for me i'm very people-oriented the importance of having community and the importance of um protecting it because it does require intentionality so my, oh, yeah. my question to you is what does what does family look like to you today then like that's that's how you grew up which is amazing there's a lot of people tuning in that could relate to what you're saying mm. um i even love what you said like <clears throat> i realized how uncomfortable the type of dialogue they were having around the family table was like that's an eye-opener of just like that wasn't your normal um but God was wanting to make it your normal. So what does, what, what would you say he's done to restore your view of that today? If that's, a yeah. Good um, yeah, I think just diving into it really, like I knew, you know, like I knew pretty quickly after I started following the Lord and, um, establishing my, my roots and like, in my relationship with Jesus, like, I was just like, man, I want to be, I want to be married and I want to have a family, you know, I just want to, I want that. And, and so, um, and man, he gave it to me I, sooner than I thought I would have it. And so I just, honestly, I just like, I, I, I don't know, like, I, I just love it. My heart's in it. So I think it's not, I guess when, when your heart's in it and you love it, it's, it's not, hard to be intentional so yeah. of course like that's good point i have two little <laughs> of course i have two little kids and they drive me insane sometimes you know and i just need to get out of the house like most you know most husbands or whatever we just like we just like i gotta go all right get out of here. You know, hang out with some guys or something yeah. um but uh yeah i think but I, you, you know with i would say like with bethany and i we we have uh, we really go hard after the things we believe in. And so we become pretty busy. And so there's like an intentionality where it's like, Hey, you know, let's, when you're planning your schedule, it's like, you have to kind of keep that in mind. Like, Oh, let's fit in some like, uh, time, you know, a date night or, um, you know, uh, or like, Hey, you, you take, um, Lydia, our daughter, and I'll take Levi and we'll go do some boy stuff. You know, I haven't hung out with Levi enough here. And so, and that happens, you know, like busyness, like, you know, can overtake you and, and you, um, you realize, uh, we need that quality yeah. time. Um, and that's, you know, that's where I'm really blessed, like to have, you know, I have my family, you know, I'm married with two awesome kids and I'm growing my family in my house and I'm blessed to have that, you know, in these times. Um, I know that it's like, it's hard right now, you know, people who are, maybe single and um and you know i don't i don't know i, I haven't been through a pandemic being single you know so i don't yeah. i don't know what the advice is there um but uh i think you said it earlier get plugged into a church community mm -hmm. some community that you can be part of even within your hobby like things you love doing if it's dance joining a dance class if it's working out going to a gym that's more intentional with community because they definitely exist yeah like, i think there's a lot of things you can do now that we're coming out of pandemic season more so i i would say but 
for sure. I mean, you shared advice earlier you gave about telling singles to get plugged into a church community for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, I mean, and that's what I did in my early twenties, you know, I yeah, you did. jumped into upper room and I, <laughs> I was lucky to have a, a job just across the street. And so I was like, coffee, y'all. Oakland coffee. making, yeah, Oakland coffee, man. Shout out, shout out to Oakland coffee, man. RIP also to Oakland. RIP. And, uh, yeah, man, making coffee across the street, going and then closing down and then leading worship hanging out just be around you know in the proximity of the people that you feel called to be around that's true and those people exist too they really do especially if people are going to bigger church you know sometimes people feel like there's already a click but i guarantee you, if you keep leaning in you know don't ever allow a, that fake news to come into your world I, that's something i feel like i want to share with people a lot of times yeah. people to church and they're like, oh, it's so clickish. But the truth is they just have established family and it requires pursuit on your end. It doesn't just happen. You just have to keep showing up right. and asking where you can be involved. Go to the women's ministry, the men's ministry, you know, prayer group, Bible study, whatever it is, go to the prayer. I mean, at upper room, it's like, go to the prayer set and you'll find community. Mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. Okay. So here's a, here's a question I have for you. What are areas, because um, there's a lot of young men who listen to this podcast, how would you encourage them, those who want to be a good husband and a good father? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say practice vulnerability um, in all areas. I think being vulnerable with the Lord um, in prayer, obviously. Um, find, find people, find one or two people in your life that you can like really open up to you know like you can tell them everything you can tell them all your secrets you can tell them all the things you struggle with you know your disbelief or you know um or your dreams or you know your passions or the things that you're wanting to do the things you're dreaming about i, I think like you know and also like not and, and also when i say vulnerability like like failing in front of people too, like not sweeping everything under the rug yeah. and like acting like you got it all together. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I really want to inspire my kids to do, what, this is like what I decided um, early on was, you know, and, and like most parents, like, and I have this too, like we want to make, we're, we're like, we want to make all the money we can and support them and like give them everything they need, you know, and we want to be that for them. And that's great. And it's good. It's, we should want that. Um, I also want my kids to see me trying like for my, my dreams and the things that I dream of. I don't want to be, I don't want to be 55, 60, 70, 80, whatever. Yeah. Old man. Uh, not to say that 60 is old. What's old these days? A hundred, a hundred years old. I if you're think, 80, you still have time. I think 80 is old, personally, <laughs> but that's just me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right if you're 75 still have time all right and I don't want to be sitting I'm pointing at my house and then my car but I'm like pointing at my couch and I'm like I don't want to be sitting on that couch like talking about the things I wish I had done with my life or I should have been this and man I had this you know going on I could have been a you know 
should have been a I don't want those words coming out of my my mouth like I want it to be I'd rather I decided early on I was I was either going to like make it at something that I've dreamt about or I'll be able to say that I tried and it didn't work out yeah that's good but it's better than like me saying I, I should have I could have I think God was calling me that and yeah I didn't do it you know um and granted you know we all have to make sacrifices for our kids and all that stuff but um but if you don't have kids hey there you go no excuse yeah uh but yeah vulnerability man like i don't just like like try like fail in front of people and and share don't be afraid to like um just be be you yeah and they're gonna love you you through it i have a friend that says uh i feel like says the same thing in a different way he says you want to surround yourself with people who will rock your face on a t-shirt on your ugliest day (laughs) that's a really good point because the older you get, the I like that. You realize how important friendships are. And the more like you re- you recognize what you're saying is so true. Like if you don't have the kind of friends that you can do what Tyler's saying, you need to ask the Holy Spirit for friends in your life, even if it's one or two that you can be so real with that will also not just tell you what you want to hear, but also be have the courage to be like, hey, that totally just came out of your mouth. That's not who you are. Let's talk about what's really going on. You know, it's like, yeah. let's, that, that yeah that you have to apologize to sometimes you know like yeah 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 and vice versa and something i wish i had done better uh like in my like more single days and this is something i'm i'm actually still working on is just like people that i've maybe been uh like like mutual friends with or or i've run across them where i would even consider friends but we don't ever hang out and like just being better at like like hey I want to be your friend. Yeah. Like I've never been good at that, but I've, I've run into people who, um, who do that. Peter Lewis, he, he asked, he told me, uh, I was like, how, how did you start hanging out with TD Jakes? He started, I started seeing these pictures of him and TD Jakes. And I was like, bro, how did that, how did that happen? How did that connection? He's like, man, I just walked up to him and I just, I said, Hey, would you be my friend? (laughs) I thought, why didn't I think of that? Peter's like a unicorn, but that's a brilliant, that's so simple and brilliant. And I gotta do it. <laughs> gotta do it. I love that. That takes courage because a lot of people can, the way social media is, people feel so easily rejected. But when you look face to face, it's really not like that. Real relationships right. are not social media. Real oh, relationships right. are like that. And what you're saying, I love right. that, Tyler, so much. I think that's such good wisdom about being vulnerable in friendships. And then also I love the, you know, kids watch so much. They learn more by watching and by what you say, because they'll recognize if your actions don't line up with your words. And so for you to be pursuing your dreams and for Bethany to be pursuing your dreams, because I know she is too, um, says a lot without having to say it even. It's really cool. So then they'll grow up and that will be normal for them. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. If anything, you know, it doesn't have to be selfish, you know, like, um, and it's, it is something to be cautious of. I think when you're going after something that you've dreamt of, um, don't make it about you. It still has to be, you still have, you know, like when I write songs, like, like 
it, it's cool to be artsy and like and it's it's an outlet to like maybe write a song that's just like all of my pouring my guts out you know and maybe there are people there are people who will relate to it but really like I still have to like write songs for for people you know and um or like um uh or you know it doesn't matter what it just doesn't matter what you're doing if you're working in a restaurant or um a salon or whatever like you're you're doing maybe you're doing something you love and you're chasing your dream but your your work has to like um uh it needs to be a blessing for others too so yeah. i love that and so yeah that's our that's our definitely we're serving all the people in our dreams we're serving people in this world through them that's why God right. so i think that's so profound and beautiful Okay, Tyler, is there anything you want to add before you close us out in prayer? Um, no. Go Cowboys. Woo! <laughs> Always. Go Always. Cowboys. Okay, well, will you pray for us? When you're done praying, I want people to know where they can find you on social media. Um, yes. Yeah, you can find me at tylerhook.com. Awesome. You'll find all my music and social media platforms. Um, it's really just the hub for everything there. Love it. Okay. So tell right. me.com. That's what I did with my website too. It's so much easier to just say, if you go to myname.com, then you'll see it. There you uh, go. Awesome. Well, will, you, will you please pray for us? Absolutely. Father, I just thank you so much for jamie lynn and her show and all the ones that are tuning in um i just i bless them god i, I, I pray that that this would just be a, a an encouragement for them today and um that every heart and every ear that's listening um would just feel a special touch from your spirit from your holy spirit today god you had just uh, awaken dreams and awaken things in people that um, maybe that once died or uh, they forgot about. Uh, they would wake up right now and, um, and they would give it back to you and you would lead them, God, in that dream. And yeah, we bless your name, Jesus. We love you. Thank you for who you are and what you what you did for us on the cross, Jesus, and what you do for us every day. We bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Tyler. You're the best. I know. It's awesome. Not really. <laughs> I know. Thanks, Jamie Lynn. Thank you so much. And for you guys tuning in, if you find value in podcasts, please go subscribe, leave a written review, share it, and you can go to jamielynnwallnow.com to join the tribe. And help support this in the next America show where we're bringing pure, clean, entertaining news to Gen Z millennials every day. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye.